to my knowledge, I've never come face to face with an angel. And I know for sure that God has never asked of me anything particularly dramatic or crazy or unthinkable. But I am constantly inundated with messages from God. He's constantly sending me these signals. I get these daily requests from God, these instructions from God. He's constantly telling me things like, judge not, lest ye should be judged. Forgive as you hope to be forgiven. Take the log out of your own eye before removing the speck in the eye of your neighbor. Do not covet. Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. Love God with your heart and mind and strength and your neighbor as yourself. And to most of these messages, I reply, now that would be a fantastic way to live. You know, if only everybody would do that, the world would be a better place. And one of these days, I'm actually going to start living like that, I feel sure. And what I really mean is, thank you, but no thank you. I could say that I'm too weak, or too busy, or too distracted, or whatever. But in reality, what I just mean is, I'm not actually going to do that. And to be fair, I make concessions to God's requests. I'll take baby steps. I'll forgive a couple of people who I can think of, who I've been harboring resentment against. Or I will try and be a little less judgmental in my thoughts for a couple of days. Or maybe I'll even really try and stop coveting. Maybe I'll buy nothing for two months. Maybe I'll try and pray more, adding an extra hour of prayer every day. But ultimately, these are kind of baby steps. However, I really pat myself on the back when I achieve them. But these are not even meeting God halfway. This is like a man coming to a woman and getting down on one knee and pulling out a ring and asking for her hand for marriage and the woman saying, you know, if you want to like play cards sometime, I'm definitely up for that. Maybe we could go get a taco, like that's, that would be fine. And sadly, this is basically the state of all humanity. I wish I were alone in this. But there have been some exceptions. So there was, for example, Moses, who only made like 30 excuses before finally going to talk to Pharaoh. And then there was Abraham, who no matter how much things got strange, no matter how many odd requests he got from God, walk away from your city, out into the desert with your family, have a child after the age of 100, he tended to obey with very little hemming and hawing. And for these, Moses and Abraham are remembered as the greatest of the patriarchs. But what happened when a towering, fearsome angel of light, the Archangel Gabriel himself, this huge divine being, burst into the room of this Jewish young woman to present her with this inconceivable message from God? Though unwed, you will bear a son who will be called Emmanuel, God with us. That from her own flesh and blood, eternity would break into the world. That God would become human. That being an unwed mother and an outcast would be the only actually conceivable kind of normal aspects of this whole deal. For she would sustain with milk he who sustains the whole creation. She would teach the word of God to speak. She would educate wisdom himself. And what's more, she would watch him suffer and die, that a sword would pierce her own heart, and that she would see him rise again, defeat death forever, and become Jesus, he who saves his people, the salvation of the world. God comes to me and tells me to visit 
prisoners and captives. And I say, well, I have a 12 o'clock lunch meeting. Elizabeth's out of town. I have to make the bulletins for tonight's service. That's going to take me forever. It's, it's not a good day for me. God comes to Mary with this outlandish, utterly incomprehensible proposal. And she says, yes, here am I, the servant of the Lord. Let it be to me according to your word. Mary says, yes, my soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in my Savior. For he hath regarded the lowest state of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath done great things to me, and holy is his name. Mary didn't have a grudging obedience or a sense of obligation, but this perfect, loving trust in God. And that trust in God continued. That yes reverberated in every aspect of her life. In account after account from the early church, Mary is remembered as this constant vision of love and kindness, a font of holy wisdom, of goodness and peace. Or, as the Archangel Gabriel himself put it so succinctly, as being full of grace. There are two mistakes people make about the Blessed Virgin. One is to revere her as a goddess, and the other is to treat her as an average Joe. That she must either be superhuman or utterly ordinary. But the teaching of the Church has always been that she is perfectly human. In fact, the most human person ever to ex have existed until she gave birth to the most human human of all. So we often say, well, I'm only human. By which we mean, I'm weak, I'm imperfect, I'm kind of a schmuck 95% of the time. But this is to totally misunderstand what it means to be human, what humanity is. Humans are made in the image and likeness of God. We are actually designed to be like unto God, to be perfect mirrors of God's goodness and God's love and God's joy and God's peace. And the whole history of humankind is the history of people with this dramatic design flaw, falling deeply short of that for which they were designed, of being defective humans, incomplete humans. But in every remembrance of the church, Mary seems to have been as close as we as a species have gotten to real love, real selflessness, and real trusting obedience to God. She's neither a superhuman nor ordinary, but as truly human as you can get. And through her example, we know there might be a little bit of hope for the rest of us, that we too might learn to really trust God, to really love God, to really obey God and be vessels for the grace of God in our own life, bearing God to others in the world each day. And so this night, we remember the ever-blessed Virgin Mary, the chief among saints, the vision of true humanity. And most of all, she who loved the Lord better than any Christian can or will, because she loved him not only as a disciple, but as his own mother. And so we join the archangel, and we greet her in crying, Hail Mary, full of grace. Amen. Amen.